Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. Hello, welcome back to this podcast. I'm so glad you are here. Now, if you are new, my name is Samantha. You can call me Sam. I am a fitness and life coach, and I help busy women eat what they like and lose weight without shaming their bodies in 90 days. I had to just say this because I totally forgot to introduce myself in the past few episodes. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that today. Now, before we get started, I did want to mention that my my one-on-one coaching program is now open for enrollment and so if you want to lose weight for good without dieting and build healthier eating habits now you can apply through the link in the show notes now today we are going to talk about why you're not losing weight in the last episode i dove deep into how you can lose weight this year with five simple steps and today i'm going to share why you haven't met your goal up to this point and so if you're that type of person that has been setting weight loss goals for years or even months and you just can't seem to get yourself to a point where you actually lose the weight and maintain it then this is going to be for you now if you know anyone that's going through this definitely share this podcast episode with them as well but let's get into it a lot of the times what happens when you try to lose weight is you get caught up in solving the wrong problems and I definitely get it and I'm gonna go deeper into this but I was literally on the same boat you were six years ago because I kept changing everything and anything and actually ended up not knowing what was working and what was not working for me and this left me so confused and felt like I was never making progress because my body wasn't changing the way I want to if you listen to my first episode I talked about how I started out my fitness journey doing insanity and at the time I was eating 1200 calories and I was eating super clean I didn't want to eat dirty food quote-unquote <laughs> I'm using air quotes if you can't see me and it took me a while to eventually get to a point where I was able to build muscles, get the tone body that I want and feel more confident in myself. And before all of that, it was all because I couldn't stick to a specific program or meal plan. And that is not the program or meal plan's fault, right? It was my commitment to it. I didn't stick to that specific program or meal plan long enough to see the results because it was something that I didn't enjoy. And so there's more to this than just the commitment that we will go deeper into, but this is just one aspect of it. And that was why it took me a while to get the results that I want. And you're probably in this stage now. This is one of the biggest reasons why you aren't losing weight and it's because you haven't committed to wanting the results now. 
you are okay with waiting and you are okay with not dealing with the problem until close to the end of the year. So I'm just going to let you let that sink in because how many times have you told yourself that you would try to be healthier this year and then six months go by and you haven't taken any action at all to help you get there and then all of a sudden, you know, December 31st is coming up and you are rushing your way there and that's where you start looking for quick fixes and shortcuts and you will hate the journey because you will feel burnt out and so I want to emphasize that the importance of small commitment that you make every day will help you get to the end goal it's not waiting until the time gets here to start taking action and you know I'm always gonna be real with you if you don't have the results you want yet it's because you spend a lot of time thinking about wanting to lose weight versus taking the action to lose weight i mean imagine yourself coming home from work sitting on the couch watching netflix how many times have you told yourself should i work out today should i not work out today should i eat the salad or should i eat this right i'm not saying that you have to eat salad to lose weight i'm just giving you an example but how many times are you debating with yourself consistently instead of just making a decision and doing it. And what happens when you do this is you drain so much of your energy because you spend so much time debating when you can literally decide and go for it and see what it can produce for you. And a lot of the times, you know, you are afraid to take action because you are afraid that you might not be taking the right one, you might do it the wrong way. But that is what holds you back from trying out the new things to see if it's working for you. If I didn't try out keto six years ago, I would have never known that I didn't like it. If I didn't try a ton of cardio doing it every day, I would have never known that I didn't like working out every single day. Sometimes it's okay for you to mess up and fail a couple times to know what you like and don't like. No, I'm not saying that try keto like how I did especially if you're the type of person that love carbs you don't have to do it that way but if you want to experience it you can try it out but just pay attention to how it makes you feel and pay attention to see if that's actually what you want to do for a lifetime right a lot of the times you forget that you're doing this for the lifetime even after 2021 it's not just for this year and that's it (laughs) okay I'm done ranting, (laughs) but I just have to say this today because I see a lot of you thinking about losing weight but not taking the action, and I'm always here to tell you the truth, so get your butt up and do what you gotta do. But seriously, if you're not losing weight, it's because you haven't truly prioritized it yet. And the first step of taking action is actually being aware that you're in this stage right now where you haven't prioritized it yet and now you want it to prioritize it and so you're going to do something about it. It's not hiding in confusion wondering why you aren't making progress. You know why. Now, the other piece of this that I want to focus on is a lot of the times when you're trying to lose weight, you are focusing on the wrong things instead of the actual root cause. And this is keeping you stuck when you are focused on only the workouts. And so I have this analogy where the workouts is just the icing on top of the cake. But what makes up that cake is the main ingredient, which is what you put in your body and how much you're currently eating, right? If you don't like the cake, if you don't like the results that you have right now, 
changing the icing on the cake is not going to change the results. You have to focus on changing the main ingredients to make the cake taste better, right? To make you look better, feel better, all of that. This is why nutrition is so important when it comes to losing weight and it's often not talked about enough because there's so much noise on social media, right? Everybody's telling you to do a certain type of workout to burn fat faster. You should do cardio versus weightlifting. You should do you know, slow steady state versus high intensity. Like there's so much noise that it takes you away from keeping yourself focused on the foundation, which is feeding your body and making sure that you're eating the proper amount in order to lose weight consistently. Even when I work with my clients, the first question that they always come up is, what workouts burn the most calories? What workouts can I do to get rid of my belly fat? It's always the workouts that come to your mind because of course it's exercising, right? But the thing is, when you focus on just the workouts, you're not addressing the issue of these three different types of eating habits that you are probably experiencing today. And that is under eating, overeating, or restrictive dieting. And if you're experiencing any of these three, it is going to carry with you regardless of what kind of workouts you do. And when you realize that you know which one you are and you have a solution to it, you won't fall back into the cycle of gaining all the weight back because you address the root cause versus focusing on doing new workouts and focusing on, you know, trying out different workouts to change your physique. Like, yes, different types of workouts can make you look different, but how you will look different is what you're actually putting into your body. I was like, give me a thumbs up if you can if you can understand what I'm saying, but I can't even see you. So this is what happens when I am always on video on Instagram story. And if you aren't following me there, you should. I'm on there every single day and I'm always on stories giving you all of the tips and tricks about losing weight and nutrition. And so you can find me at Super Lee Sam. All right. Um, I just I just had to go there because I always forget that you're listening to the audio format. <laughs> but yes, so this is one of the biggest reasons why I don't like diets because it makes you focus on these eating habits even more and make them become a part of you. And the thing about our brain is that when we start forming these habits, whether you know it's under eating, overeating, or restrictive dieting, it gets easier for us to do it over and over again because our brain has built that neural pathway through repetition and so if you have been under eating for a long time you're not even realizing it because your brain is used to it your body is used to it it's just what you do on a daily basis and then eventually it's just on autopilot right like you don't even have to think about it anymore you're just doing what you usually do on a daily basis and breaking those habits makes it challenging because you actually have to use more brain power instead of just leaving it on autopilot and letting it do what it usually do that's what today's episode is all about you know focusing on the main ingredient of your cake 
instead of the icing so you can understand what steps you should take to help you slowly fix them and lose weight consistently. The first thing that we're gonna go into is under eating. <laughs> I feel like this can get really confusing and so I'm gonna break it down in a simple way for you. Here are some signs um, if you are under eating and one of them is you feel tired all the time. Like you don't have the brain capacity or the energy to push through your workouts. You're constantly taking naps and you're probably eating below 1400 calories if you aren't tracking your calories i would suggest you to do it for a week you don't have to do it for a lifetime right it's just a measurement tool it gives you an awareness of how much you're actually putting into your body and it doesn't take a lot of work I think a lot of the times people don't want to track their calories because they think that it's a lot of work, but it's actually not. I have clients who they put in what they eat the night before and they understand how much they actually eat that day and adjust it from there. And so you can find different ways to make it easier for you, but you don't even have to do it forever. You do it for a week, see where you stand and make adjustments from there. Another thing too is you might be sore all the time um, especially if you're under eating and you're also exercising a lot like you feel like you're not recovering properly because of course you're not recovering especially if you're not getting enough food into your system now something that i want to mention about under eating is you want to pay close attention to your metabolism because if you have been eating very low calories for a long time, your metabolism actually slows down because it's, it starts to get used to eating at that very low rate. And how you know this is you is if you feel less hungry because you're constantly like skipping meals. Like maybe you wake up the next day and you're not hungry until like one o'clock, right? Or you don't eat dinner until probably like 7 p.m. or so. Like there's a big gap between your food and you aren't aware that there's a big gap because you don't even feel hungry throughout the day. A lot of the clients that I work with deal with this because of the diet culture that you know, you constantly see on social media, right? Everybody's telling you to eat less, to lose weight, and a lot of the times you go overboard by eating less. Like you end up eating way less than you should be to lose weight. And just going off of that, I want to share a client story about how she was eating below 1,000 calories. And she was under eating before we started working together and she never felt hungry. She was intermittent fasting, she ate two meals a day, she worked out six times a week, and sometimes even twice a day. And she was always sore and hungry all the time. And that is how she started losing her hunger because like, she just wasn't hungry at all so she didn't feel like eating how you can fix your under eating problem is actually adding more food into your meals and you might be listening to this feeling afraid to add more food because you don't want to lose the progress that you've made up to this point but you know that you can't continue feeling tired all the time or feeling stuck in this phase and this is why I love a slow sustainable approach when it comes to reverse dieting. A lot of the clients that I mentioned that I work with that have the under eating problem we actually go through this process based on their unique body type. And if you don't know what a reverse diet is, it's basically a fancy way of saying adding more calories back into your body 
in a way that minimizes fat gain. This is based on your own unique body type and how your body responds to it. But the but the amazing thing about reverse dieting is that you start to feel more energized and your hunger levels actually come back. This is what happened to one of my clients, the one that I was telling you earlier. When we started doing this slow reverse diet, she was eating 1,000 calories and by the, I would say like by the eighth week, she was back up to 1800 calories and she was feeling hungry again like she was feeling hungry the moment she woke up she started eating three to four meals a day versus two meals a day and working out less like working out four times a week versus you know six times or every single day you can see that there is improvements to to get you out of that cycle and you can get there but it's recognizing that you are in that and adding more food back onto your plate in my one-on-one coaching program we help you with this approach and walk you through you know a nutrition plan for your body type based on what you like to eat and educate you on healthier alternatives so that you can choose the foods that you like and just help you feel better in general because when you're functioning under eating you know for a long time you don't even realize that you can feel a lot better than that because you're so used to feeling exhausted and dreaded. The next eating habit is overeating. And so this is you if you're constantly snacking out of boredom, you're probably eating out of emotions and you cope with food in that way. If you are overeating, you know, you won't see the scale go down. You probably don't see any changes in your body when you're using, you know, different measurements. If you're taking progress pictures or body measurements and all of that. And usually when this happens, it's because you're you're eating over the amount of food that your body needs or you're eating where you need to be to maintain your current weight. When you're doing that, of course, there's not a negative energy balance. Your body needs a negative energy balance in order to lose weight. So how you can solve overeating is being mindful of what you're putting into your body. A lot of the times, you know, we're so used to being on the go, go, go. We're so used to multitasking now with the technology that we forget to sit down and pay attention to our food when we're in the kitchen and this is where I'm going to tell you to stop touching your phone and put it on the side and actually focus on every single bite of that meal and check in with yourself if you are full after that. I think a lot of the times boredom eating comes from the fact that you aren't even aware that you're doing it. If you're constantly like walking up to the kitchen, I want you to always ask yourself, Am I hungry or am I just bored? And you will know the truth if you are hungry or if you are bored, right? Like you will know, but just having that little question pop up like will make you realize that, hey, you know, I'm bored, probably just gonna take a drink of water instead of, you know, snacking on these bag of chips or these bag of almonds. Like I don't need it at this time. Being very mindful of your portions and what you're eating in addition to that you know when it comes to emotional eating making sure that you're finding different ways to cope with your emotions versus going straight to food so like for example if you're feeling frustrated or sad instead of going straight to the cupcakes actually 
take the time to sit down and process that emotion. And this was actually a very big challenge for me when I first started out because I thought that eating more food would make me feel better. But afterwards, I ended up punishing myself because I didn't have self-control when the emotions take over. I forgot who said the saying, but they mentioned that when emotions are high, intelligence is low. When you have all these emotions you don't even think about like the portioning or like how much you're putting into your body and a lot of the times we don't want to sit with our emotions and we would rather go do something else to replace that uncomfortableness so sit with it for like 10 minutes and i guarantee you you'll feel a lot better instead of stuffing yourself with a bunch of cupcake and cakes and feeling horrible later that's a whole different story that we can go into when it comes to emotional eating. Now, the third eating habit is if you are a restrictive dieter. So this was me at the beginning of my journey. This is you too if you eat clean on the weekdays and then you go all out on the weekends. Like you start binging, you start eating all of your favorite foods. And usually this happens because you think that you have to eat extremely healthy and that your foods are not good for you because they're considered bad food and so you would rather eat the good foods that you can see the results that you want and a lot of the times when it comes to restricted dieting it comes from you labeling certain types of food as good or bad and you're also blaming the foods that you like for giving you the results that you have now i had a client who was afraid to eat Ben and Jerry's because every time she did eat Ben and Jerry's, like she would overeat all the time and she felt like she had no self-control. When she did that, the next morning she would weigh herself and realize that the scale will go up. And so her brain did this, did this amazing thing and our brain does this all the time. It tries to relate things to each other. It says that Ben and Jerry's equal gaining weight and you might even have that in your brain that you don't even realize but it's not the food that's causing you to gain weight it's the fact that you're restricting yourself and you are not giving yourself the permission to have it in order to have self-control right like one piece of cupcake or you know a slice of pizza isn't going to make you gain weight it's the accumulation of it all together that got you the results that you have today when you realize that you will understand that there's no such thing as good or bad food there's only certain types of foods that give you more energy and some foods will give you less energy depending on how processed they are now the solution to help you with restrictive dieting if you're experiencing this is adding your favorite foods back into your meals on a weekday if you're craving something on the weekday eat it don't wait until the weekends to come around to eat it and this comes with giving yourself permission to have what you want so you don't lose control the more you resist the more temptations you're gonna have and the more you will feel out of control and not in align with your body. This can be very simple. Something that I love to do is add the 80-20 rule. This is something that I go by that has helped me throughout the past years. It has helped my clients. Uh, you can follow this rule if you want to, but try it out to see if you like it. So what I do with the 80-20 rule is, you know, 80% of my food that I eat on a daily basis goes to less processed food that makes me feel more energized throughout the day. And so this can be like brown rice, it can be like my vegetables, 
my lean chicken or even lean pork and also lean ground beef. And 20% of that goes towards what I like to eat. And so usually I love eating my favorite foods at the end of the night because, you know, I don't like it interfering with my workouts. And so when I do that, I can have that slice of pizza. I can have that serving of hot cheetos at the end of the night and be okay with it and what i realized that whenever i do this i actually don't even crave the pizza or the hot cheetos for weeks because i allow myself to have it and my brain is not thinking that i can't have it because when you say you can't have something you're gonna constantly think about it definitely try out the 80 20 rule if you haven't yet it's one of my favorites you don't have to make it very complicated let's say you have three meals on a daily basis right two of your main meals make sure that they're filled with with less processed food and then the last meal could be something simple that you actually like or it can be one of your snacks instead of your main meals do it however you want but make sure that it is something that you want to do so once you know which one you are dealing with with the three eating habits that i just mentioned now you can take the first step to make a change in your eating habits instead of just focusing on the fancy workouts because when you address these it doesn't matter what kind of workouts you do you will feel better feel less intimidated around certain foods in your kitchen you'll have a better relationship with food and you will live the healthy lifestyle that you want. I hope today's episode brought some light into your fitness journey to help you refocus on what actually matters and it's always going back to how you're feeding yourself and how you're nourishing your body. And so if you enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and turn on notifications to listen to a new episode every Tuesday at 11, 11 a.m. And I would love it if you could leave a review and let me know what your thoughts are and what you want to hear more about. But other than that, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. Now, if you want to take this work deeper, join my one-on-one coaching program where I can help you lose weight and eat foods you actually like while helping you build a consistent routine where you'll no longer fall off on the weekends. To apply, visit www.superly.com to book a call with me. But other than that, I will talk to you next time.